The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD or its components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. This episode of Permission to Speak Freely is brought to you by First Alert. Powered by Dataminer. Dataminer's first alert product for the public sector alerts first responders to breaking events, enabling the fastest real-time response. Provide aid to citizens on the ground within minutes. See where citizens need help during natural disasters. First alert was 12 minutes ahead of major news. Learn about events as early as possible. Do you want 35 emails to crowd your inbox in the morning on Mondays? Get first alert. <laughs> Yo, so, hey. So this first alert thing, right? I thought it was going to be cool, right? Like, I thought, like, uh, one of the chiefs in the mess, one of the bros was like, hey, man, like, it's this thing called first alert, man. And it pretty much, you know, lets you know everything before anybody else. Like, it gets everything from, like, Twitter. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's probably cool. I can mm-hmm. get to know everything. Like, first alert really does tell you everything. <laughs> like, 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 I never knew how much I didn't want to know everything until I started to know every damn thing from First Alert, man. So we are not sponsored by First Alert and that thing haunts me, man. And I'm too lazy <laughs> to stop the... Because they send the notifications to my uh, Navy.mil thing or whatever and I'm too lazy to find out a way to stop yeah. the notifications, man. So I don't know. Have you ever heard oh, of First man, Alert? I thought we, I thought we had, I thought we had a sponsor, man. I <laughs> thought we, I would be like, yay, let's go, no, man, man. I thought we, we had, I thought we was in the in there, man. Nah, man. man. We don't got no sponsor, Great. bro. What? We don't got no sponsor. It's funny I ain't never heard of no First Alert, man. <laughs> Look, I was just so speaking of First Alert, <laughs> right? Um, uh, why it's a show called Nine One One, right? It got Angela Bassett on it. Yeah. Come on, like come on some channel. But um, me and my wife started watching it. I Fox, think started, I think, some shit. Yeah, yeah I think it's it's a Fox show, it seemed like. We yeah. started watching it on Hulu, right? And um, yeah, I've been I was looking at it a couple of times, interested in it. Like, oh man, I want to check this out. So, you know, I, I talked to Angeline and I'm like, hey babe, let's start this uh show, 9-11. And like we watched that the first episode and it was good, you know. But we watching it, you know, we got like a rotation of shows. So I'm like, you know, we watch a whole bunch of other shows and stuff. One day we on the phone, right? I start, I started working again, right? I'm not teleworking. So I started going to work and like, you know, decent okay. hours. So I'm I'm on the phone with her. We talking, man. You know, and I'm like, well, what you doing? She's I'm watching TV. I'm like, oh, what you watching? You know what I'm saying? She ain't say nothing. Like it's just we the kind of conversation changed to something else. You know, so I get home and um I'm talking to her. Just again, another like fly by night conversation. You know, and I'm like, well, what's going on? You know, and, and she watching something. And it was uh, uh, it was somebody I like on there, like Jennifer Love Hewitt. I was like, oh, man, that's my girl, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I was like, what you watching? She ain't say nothing. <laughs> you know, so I, I, was, I was like, hey, babe, like, is it weird? Like, you like you acting like like you can't tell me what you watching or something, right? She was like, you know, she was like, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what's up? She's like, I'm watching 9-11. I was like, you know, she's I'm watching 911. <laughs> you know, she thought I was gonna flip, you know, and I ain't I ain't really say nothing, but I was upset, dude. Like, you know, we not really upset. I keep talking yeah, about man. upset. I wasn't upset, but I was tight, man. Like we yeah, said, she did I this mean, to me before. You feel man. a certain type of way. You feel a certain type of way. 
Did that know, ever happen to you? I love um, it. I learned that the hard way too. Yeah, you know? man. But though no, it actually, it it has happened before, and it both ways though. Me and her, right? Um, but now, uh, I mean, after both of us was kind of salty, now we kind of you know on the same page with it now. Man, even when I go like when I go to uh, on a trip and say I'm going on the plane, I, I'm a, man. I go on that plane, I can bust like five or six episodes out. Yeah. I let her know ahead of time. Yeah, hey, I'm watching this so she can, you know, watch him while I'm, I'm out or whatever. So we most definitely on the same page now. But we have Yo, been, you know. I'll never do that, man. On different that's a violation, before, man. man. Like, that's a violation. You can't do that, man. Yeah. You can't yeah, do that yeah. to your wife, man. I feel you, You can't man. do that to I'm your husband. You. I'm tracking, Like, that man. ain't cool, man. She did that to yeah, me with Handmaid's Tale, man. She did the same thing with Handmaid's Tale. Now it's like, oh. I don't even, it'd be like, for me, it's like, I don't even want to catch up. Like I don't even want to watch the show no more. Yeah, man. Like, and I I've been same way, man. Now, I don't know. <laughs> I really want to catch up, but yeah. I'm so upset about the fact that I'm no just the oh you can go back and watch it. No, I don't yeah. want to go back and watch it. You she know, let's start right here. Go it. ahead and start hit play. <laughs> she ever offered to watch it again with you? Like, yeah. yeah she, watch oh, she'll watch it back. <laughs> she'll watch it back with me. Like so now, so now I get to be no, the one that's watching no, it you. without no clue what was happening, <laughs> but you know everything, and then you ain't really gonna be focused on it when we watched it. You know, back together. Like, hey, focus on, on a, nothing, man. This ain't an experience as you a married know. couple. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's how she got. Yeah, me, man. Yeah. So it, it's funny though, because good yeah, news. Man. I got some good news for you know. We probably, you know, we working to have a kid at some point soon. So the good news now is if we do have a kid, I got 21 yeah. days of leave. I got 21 days of leave now. Vice 14. Did you see that? Yeah. The Nav admin. That thing is zero three uncharged. Un uncharged yeah, We finally, yeah. you know, the secondary caregivers finally starting to catch a break, man. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's a, you know, yeah, I think that's man. A good secondary thing. caregivers, man. Yeah, I think that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, man. It's most definitely a good good thing, man. Like, um, um, and, you know, 21 days, um, it's still, you know, I think eventually it's going <laughs> to, it's probably going to be more and get pushed out a little bit more, man. Um, but it, I mean, it's it's kind of it just make you think, man. And I'm I'm not surprised. I'm gonna tell you this: if we push this secondary caregiver thing, like we push other things in the Navy, mm-hmm. we'll probably get more days than this. I'm here to yeah. tell you right now, man. Because um, I don't know if you you know or you 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 um, feeling the same way I'm feeling. Once something hits, you know, the upper upper level of things that's happening, like in the military or any 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 kind of. Um, Chain of command. Normally, it, it's some change there. Yeah, you know, we just not hitting this caregiver, uh, secondary caregiver thing hard enough. You know, um, but I think eventually it's gonna get a little bit better, man. When it comes to this stuff, man, because hey, I, I know uh, how I felt like when I when I you know had my kids, man, on 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 how I want to be there every freaking second, how I wanted to do this every freaking second. But no, you're taking your ass back to work, player. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I understand the feeling behind this and I think it should be more day, more than 21 days. And I, and I can't put a put a number on how many days it should yeah, be. Yeah, never. Yeah, you know. You know, you but know, it most definitely number. should be um, more than 21 days. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. Yeah, man. But it's, but, but, but hey, 21 is better than 14. So, yeah. What, what was you getting? Most like definitely seven? A, a good thing regardless. You was getting like seven when you, you was getting like seven? Cause it just became for man. Let me tell you, like man. Recently. To be to, yeah, 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 yeah. To be 
I, I can't even remember what I'm gonna tell you what I remember, man, about the days, tell you the truth. I remember just taking leave, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm here to tell you, man, I don't even remember the days I got. I think it was like seven days or something like that. Um, but I think I took more days because I, I actually um took leave leave, you yeah. know. So because I think um family family was there maybe some was some was the reason why i took more days than that or whatever and i ain't even worried about it after that because i was um my 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 son was born in japan so um it was it was it was it was kind of crazy over there man things that was going on so we just i just took leave and and then uh being for deploy you always on the go so i wasn't even thinking about trying to take um take the secondary um leave because i was just Time you get back to work over there, man. It's go, go, and the ship always gone. So I took my leave, went back on board the ship, and that was like the end of it. <laughs> Done. Yeah. I don't even remember even taking that leave, tell you the truth. Yeah. And then, bro, yo, yeah, she, man. she was on um, season two, episode six, man. It wasn't like we, we, we watched season ooh, one, episode one. Season two. And she was on And season you say you two. just watched what? How many episodes y'all watch? One episode. And this so you watch. Like, I went to work one day. It was the first day back at work. She was on season two, episode six, man. And I'm like, she what binge watched. She was like, I, you know, I put it on and it pretty much watched me. I'm like, well, how you get to season two, episode six? Mm. Like, you should be on still episode two, mm. you know? So she's like, I watch it again. You know, I ain't catch anything the first time. But <laughs> hey, so I got no, a, <laughs> no, no. I got an update. I got an update for people that get their news from us and us only, right? Um. First off, yeah. if you do get your news from us and us only, you should stop. <laughs> That's nasty, man. <laughs> Nobody should get that news only from us. <laughs> Maybe some civilian that like listen to us, you know, they might not know about the military, but don't get your news just from us, man. We are Navy times just like the rest of y'all. <laughs> like, so uh <laughs> please don't, please don't make us your sole source for, for for Navy news or military news. But um the um for real. <laughs> My update is on that. We we talked about the uh, on our um, oh by the way episode. We talked about Walter Reed, the barracks in Bethesda um, for the uh, hospital, the barracks in Bethesda, and uh, all of the sellers from you know any building that had issues. Um, I think one they couldn't regulate heat, so it was like getting too hot. Then it was just that other building that you know we knew had all the issues. Um, they all been relocated to commercial lodge and our other barracks, right? And then also, I believe that nice, we're going to, like the Navy period, we're going to be reviewing all the barracks across the nation. So, we, you know, we don't run into this kind of problem again. So it's been like a valiant effort um, for like from everybody that I've um, kind of talked to and came across because I'm in that region. So, you know, um, I'm the CMCs, you know, everybody that got anything to do, you know, with everything, they've been going out there working, man. My CMC, man, he was working out there the next day from like, seven in the morning to like 2300 at night. You know what I mean? That next day after the news broke, you know? So, I mean, just kudos to everybody that's out there making things happen. You know, that's the kind of response that we need to have. I mean, unfortunately, we wish we never had these things happen, but it's good to have that kind of response yeah. when these things do happen. So shout out to everybody that's out there. Most and, definitely, man. And and for, for the sailors that's out there, man, we all, you know, feel a certain type of way about that. But, not necessarily this that situation, but any situation, man. Let's make sure we're speaking up, you know, uh, making our voices heard. 
Um, that's how we get results. That's how people hear you. Um, so make most definitely uh, don't let your voice go on deaf ears, man. Keep pushing, keep pushing until you get the results you think you should have, or someone tell you, you know, the right thing if you are or if you are wrong. I mean, but a closed mouth don't get fed. I know you guys heard that before. So make sure we speaking up, man, and and, and bringing this to light. Yeah. On any for situation. Sure. Yeah, for sure, man. We have to, man. That's the only way we get things done. Yeah. Surveys and all that stuff that I know sometimes it's like just survey, survey overload, man. But some of those surveys, they really do matter. They really do help. Um, I got I say what they might give you an example about uh give you a quick example about surveys, man. Since you, when you bring that up, as um I was in Japan, man, and we was getting uh cola. Mm-hmm. And this was bad. I was a first class man. I was getting sixteen hundred dollars cola in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where you know you get cola for your dependents and all that stuff. And I'm getting that separately. I'm talking about a nice chunk of cheese over. And it was back in like two thousand what? What was it? Two thousand twelve maybe? Was it two thousand twelve? No, 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 no. Before that, oh seven. I think it was like oh seven, man. So, um, they put out a survey came out about like you know the um survey came out for people to um write down and and, and talk about if they should receive this much cola because they want to take the they didn't want to give be giving out all that cola mm-hmm. so when no one filling out these surveys like nobody yeah end up that cola started dropping man for, and I'm glad I was getting ready to leave, man. But that cola started dropping. It dropped to like a thousand. Ooh. And I don't know what it is now, man. But I heard it's like really, really low in Japan now. I, I heard Hawaii cola now is, is higher than Japan's. Yeah. So, uh, man, I'm telling you, if them surveys come out, <laughs> I encourage you to get your ass on there and start filling them out and probably get some some extra motherfuckers to fill it out too. That's why them people be moving in For the real. closet, closet size apartments out there now, man, because <laughs> they can't afford that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy, <laughs> man. on the ship. Hey, so <laughs> we talked for the last couple podcasts about how we wanted to talk about Sergeant First Class I1C Cash and how we did talk about Ser- Sergeant First Class I1C Cash, but it never made it into an episode. So, yeah. you know, I want us to set off, you know, the way we normally set off with our hero of the week or the way we have set off um, our hero of the week. So our hero of the week this week is Sergeant First Clash, Owen C. Cash. So if you're listening and you never heard this before, please bear with me as I try to read his official citation to perfection. Um, uh, probably going to mess up and make a mistake, but please bear with me. So Sergeant First Clash, Owen C. Cash is our hero of the week. Official citation. The President of the United States of America, authorized by Act of Congress, March 3rd, 1863, has awarded in the name of Congress the Medal of Honor to Sergeant First Class Alwyn C. Cash, United States Army, for conspicuous gallantry at the risk of his own life above and beyond the call of duty. Sergeant First Class Alwyn C. Cash distinguished himself by acts of gallantry above and beyond the call of duty while serving as platoon sergeant for Company A, 1st Battalion, 15th Infantry Regiment, 3rd Brigade, 3rd Infantry Division in Salah Ad Din Providence, Iraq, on October 17, 2005. While on a nighttime mounted patrol near an enemy Laden village, the Brady fighting vehicle with Sergeant First Class Cash was commanding 
was attacked by enemy small arms fire and an improvised explosive device which disabled the vehicle and engulfed it in flames. After extracting himself from the vehicle, Sergeant First Class Cash set out. After extracting himself from the vehicle, Sergeant First Class Cash set about extracting a driver who was trapped in the vehicle. After opening the driver's hatch, Sergeant First Class Cash and a fellow soldier extracted the driver who was engulfed in flames. During the course of extinguishing the flames on the driver and extracting him from the vehicle, Sergeant First Class Cash fuel-soaked his uniform, igniting and causing severe burns to his body. Ignoring his painful wounds, Sergeant First Class Cash then moved to the rear of the vehicle to continue in aiding his fellow soldiers who were trapped in the troop compartment. At this time, the enemy noted his movements and began to direct their fire on his position. With another element of the company engaged the enemy, uh, when another element of the company engaged the enemy, Sergeant First Class Cash seized the opportunity and moved into the open troop door and aided four of his soldiers in escaping the burning vehicle. Having extracted the four soldiers, Sergeant First Class Cash noticed two other soldiers had not been accounted for, and again he entered the building to retrieve them. At this time, reinforcements arrived to further suppress the enemy and establish a casualty collection point. Despite the severe second and third degree burns covering the majority of his body, Sergeant First Class Cash persevered through the pain to encourage his fellow soldiers and ensure they received needed medical care. When medical evacuation helicopters began to arrive, Sergeant First Class Cash selflessly refused evacuation until all the other wounded soldiers were evacuated first. Sergeant First Class Cash's extraordinary heroism and selflessness above and beyond the call of duty were in keeping with the highest traditions of the military service and reflect great credit upon himself, his unit, and the United States Army. Sergeant First Mm. Class Cash. Man, that's crazy, man. Well, you know, the citation speaks for itself, so I don't have to say too much about it. You guys just got to listen to it, right? Um, but what I will say this, man, um, when someone tells me and say to me, lead by example, <laughs> that was it, right? That was it. It wasn't no talking going on. It was all action in that right there. You know, it was all action, man. Like, no matter the cost, you know, um, life's on the line and and he did what he thought, you know, was right. And that's going in there and save um, as many lives that he could save. Um, and, 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 and we always, we say this, but man, that's a true hero right there, man. I mean, for, for the, for anybody he saved and brought back, I wish we could talk to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I'm here to tell you, man, like, what what are you thinking and what is going on in your mind before he opened that hatch up? Mm-hmm. What's going through your mind before he opened that back door up to that to that vehicle to try to get you out? What are you thinking? What is going on? Because um I know <laughs> they probably think they about to lose their lives, man. If that if that if that um uh if everything's up in, in flames, man, but he go the true hero, man. So um did they say the story? Did he end up he end up living on? He's well. He's no longer with us now. Um, but he lived through that, though, right? I don't want to say. I think he did. Um, so yeah, it says on October seventeenth, two thousand and five, 
you know, the vehicle was struck by the ID. He retrieved six soldiers um, and an interpreter from the burning vehicle. He received burns on nearly 72% of his body, right? So that happened on October mm-hmm. 17th. And then uh, November 8th, 2005, he passed at a Brook Army Medical Center in San Antonio, Texas. Um, but he, he did the so golf he war. he did pass from his wounds, huh? Yeah, he, yeah for sure. Okay. Yeah. He did the golf war. Yeah. He did Operation Iraqi Freedom, and he did uh, the deployment in 2003 and a deployment in 2005. And he enlisted mm. in 89, bro. So he enlisted in 89, oh. and this was in 05. So, you know, he had some tenure in the military when he was still going out um, fighting and, you know, yeah. you know, like That's over 20-some years right there, man. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, over 20-some years. Yeah, he was in there, man. Oh, man. He was uh-huh. in there. So, you know, and this and these awards were just given away by President Biden uh December sixteenth, twenty twenty one. You know, so Wow, that's that's kind of that's kind of um mm, that's kind of crazy too, man. If if we're thinking that that's not worthy, <laughs> is that if that story right there is not worthy right there, woo. Yeah. Man. Yeah, he's a true and then, like, I, I read some other that. stuff about him, you know, and they just were saying he's a Florida, Florida guy, uh, Florida guy. But they were saying he's a true soldier, soldier, man. You know, he's a true soldier, soldier. Yeah. No uh, one of, yeah. One of those, no you know, doubt. grit, grit kind of guys, man. So um, I just that was one that we wanted. And I, I know I made a couple mistakes, you know, like sometimes it's so hard to read those things. I don't know why. But that was one that we wanted mm-hmm. to talk about a while ago. And um. You know, we just never got a, a chance to talk about it. So, hey, big shout out. He got family. He survived by his wife. He got some kids, a son and two daughters, I think. So, um, big shout out to his family. And, like, y'all had a hero and y'all, you know, y'all had a real hero in y'all family. And a shout out to all the heroes out yeah. there. And most definitely, and I, I most definitely want to say this too, man. I know we, we we read, you know, his hero of the week and and things like that from these citations. Man, these citations are very emotional, man. Yeah. And I'm not a I'm not a tearjerker. I'm not a, a cry. I'm not any of that stuff. But I I get I, I speak emotionally when I'm talking about things. And and trust me, man, some of this stuff, man, is very, very emotional when you're reading it, man. Like it's like, man, yeah. it, it'll take you back a little bit and make you just sit your ass down and think for a second, man, on on, on some of the things these guys do have yeah. did. And then the words, like I think I said laden instead of laden, enemy laden. You know, some of the words just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the words just, but hey, shout out, man. Like I said, man, love to all of those heroes and stuff like that. Um, real quick, man, real yeah. quick. I don't want to talk about sports too long. I was talking to my mom, you know, I was like, hey, you heard the old, by the way? She's like, yeah. Every episode I talk to her, she's like, yeah, Damon is so funny. <laughs> You know, Damon is funny. I'm like, yo, he don't even be saying nothing funny. <laughs> like, like, he's just funny. Like, he's just funny. Why? Don't be yeah. trying to hate. Don't leave me alone, man. Yeah. Yo, man I'm funny. Yeah, she's I'm funny like, guy, man. funny, man. I'm like, yo, like, you know, you taking my friend serious, man? Like, you just saying my man funny, like, even when he's serious. Like, you taking my man serious? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she's like, it's just Damon. Big shots so out the moms. What's good? Yeah, so, but la- our last episode, she was like, uh, yeah, I watched it. No, no, oh, by the way, she's like, I listened to it, but y'all, you know, she ain't say, she's like, y'all talk a lot about sports, football, you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, yeah, 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 we had to, you know what I'm saying? But, um, so the Super Bowl, right? Did you enjoy yeah. it? Was it everything that you, you know, wanted to see out of it as yeah, far as the just game? just like, hey, it, all, <clears throat> it almost played out just like I, 
just like I thought it was going to play out, though, man. I, and I said this from, I don't know, in the past episodes. I think I did say it in there, though. We talked about it. I said, you know, that defensive line was going to take over. And I remember saying Tennessee, you know, Dick uh, got to the quarterback. And I know Rams um, on paper have a better defensive line in Tennessee. And at the end of that game, that's what showed up, man. That defensive line was in Burrow face every time, man. So, yeah, man, the yeah. game was good. Halftime was good. Um, leading up to it was good, man. It was it was a it was a good show, man. I, I and I'm I'm not surprised, man. Like leading up in the halftime, man. They in L.A., so you know it's all it's, it's they gonna go out in L.A., man. And um, the only thing that I regret about the whole thing that the whole Super Bowl uh, is the fact that I didn't get I didn't get on top of it early enough when it comes to this Super Bowl is like an hour an hour and a half away from me. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I would have planned mm-hmm. earlier because I knew earlier, like a year or two ago, that this Super Bowl was here. So I wish I would have had better plans um, ahead of time, waiting too late. I think this would have been a great experience for us to go down there and check that out. Yeah. But other than that, man, it was great. So let's talk about that halftime show for a second. Um, yeah, halftime was... Um, what's your take halftime on Halftime was great, man. Halftime was straight. You know, I'm, I'm, it was my era. You know what I mean? When it came to the Super Bowl and halftime, people I grew up watching. Um, so it was great for me. I and, and then I know I'm always looking at social media, looking at what people are saying and things like that. I know that's not everybody's, you know, era and all that stuff, man. But for me, it was great, man. Snoop, Dr. Dre. Um, the only person that wasn't in my like time zone was Kendrick Lamar, but Kendrick Lamar is a beast. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 and I mean, so that didn't really like matter, you know what I mean, to me. Uh, but everybody else is like, I grew up on, you know. So the show was freaking um, outstanding, man. Like uh, the only piece that I told my wife, and I think I may have mentioned this to you before, I wish they would have would have did maybe a, tr- a tribute to um, Nipsey. Mm-hmm. Other than that, man, everything else was like, like great, man. Yeah. So I mean, for What'd me, for, I was happy to see hip hop. Um, in the Super Bowl, hip hop period, you know, because like Mary J, an R and B artist, but she's still under the hip hop umbrella. She's like the queen of soul, but she's like kind of. She was always brought up under like a hip hop under umbrella from working with Puff to like everything she did. So she's like, you know, the, yeah. a queen for like hip hop, you know, acts. I was happy to see hip hop. Yeah. So the just, meth, Method Man back in the day. Yeah. yeah, she was doing you know songs and stuff like that. So just for the sheer fact that it's hip hop. And if you're going to do hip hop and you want a current act and you want somebody that's like big enough to like kind of like control that crowd, you got to go with Dr. Dre. Right. You have to. Um, Dr. Dre is probably responsible for like you got like the forefathers, but Dr. Dre is probably the godfather of like modern hip hop. Like I don't think you have much hip hop if you take if you take Dr. Dre out, you take N.W.A. out, Um, you take. I mean, and they could probably yeah. enter through other forums, but Dr. Dre was a big part of NWA. So you get rid of that. You get rid of Snoop. Uh, Snoop came through with Dre. You get rid of 50. You get rid of M. <laughs> you get rid of Kendrick. You know, that's almost every era of hip hop having like one of the artists on top. You know, so it could have easily yeah. went from like Snoop being on top to Dre coming back with his 01 album to Eminem having a run. To, to admit Eminem run, you got 50 Cent having a run. And then somewhere you got Kendrick down there, right? And these were all, these never, like, none of these artists were like, 
the third is like the number three artist of their era. Like they always like either the number one yeah. or number two artist. And each of them at some point was the number one, arguably the number one artist of their time that they have had an era. Um, so that's the first part. So yeah. I hats off for all of that. Um, I had I had things I didn't like. Um, it's a few things. Oh, then I got to see Anderson. Anderson Pack was there. Play Anderson Pack was there. Uh, yeah, man. I, I knew his dude. <laughs> Dude, I knew where he. I knew that was him from the beginning, though. Yeah, y'all tell him. I said that's the dude that was on that's for Sip Sonic <laughs> with my boy right there. I pointed yeah. him out off rip, man. So yeah, yeah. big so shots. It was good think. to see. Yeah, it was yeah, good man. to see Addison there. Um, I had a couple issues. Um, let's start with so Snoop and Dre. Um, they started out good. It started out real good. Um, the set was really good, like amazing. Good. First, I was like, damn, like, do the people at the Super Bowl get a good show because of the way the set is? And sometimes people inside, but they just gonna you're gonna just have to watch it from the teleprompters. And you know, they 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 hip hop artists, so they're not about to have yeah. a parade out there and stuff like that. They rappers, uh, pretty much. And they even danced more than I thought that they would dance. They had some fun with it, you know, stuff like that. Um, so the set was good. Dre and Snoop was good. Dre sounded great. Snoop sounded great. Snoop looked great. Snoop crip walked at the Super Bowl, which was probably all, like a memorable mo- moment already. Iconic moment. Snoop Dogg cripping at the Super Bowl at whatever age he was. That was iconic. Um, Mary, Mary wasn't the start of my issues, but none of the other issues like before Mary, are, like noteworthy. And I love Mary. But the TV tracks, I think for Mary, for me, gave away that like a lot of the singing was like lip singing. And I wouldn't expect like Mary to like yeah. not lip sync through that performance because it's a Super Bowl performance and you got to move around and do some stuff. But it was super obvious that she was lip syncing. Like some of those notes were like too good. Um, and that's they call TV tracks the ones that they do for a performance. Um, so I had an issue with that. Mm-hmm. I ain't like that. Yeah. I love the fact that she did No More Drama. Mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. she did that. You know, that's like her having like yep. the iconic moment you know, and like that's our girl, man. Mary J is our like I, I'm like that's just like I, I love seeing Mary J up there. Like she lived her life in front of us. Um, Fifty came out, you know what I'm saying, and and you know they had Fifty come out upside down, man. That took a lot of steam out of Fifty, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But um, it was still good. I liked it. I like seeing Fifty heavy. I like seeing Fifty with weight on him. Fifty living, man. You know what I'm saying. He got he's he got yeah, a yeah. good a, a great woman that he been with for a couple years. He got a young son that he raised and he got like six, seven TV. He got like five TV shows that's out released. He got like three more TV shows in production. He working on movies. 50 ain't in the gym every day like he used to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And let me, let me, let me, you know what, man? Like I, I was watching the day on Nick. No, Nick Cannon got it. Nick Cannon was, was jabbing him today. Yeah. yeah. Right? On Nick Cannon's little TV show, he was jabbing him today or whatever the case may be. But he said he had love for 50 and all that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, he was throwing little jabs because yeah. the social media was throwing they yeah, little jabs at him or whatever. It, yeah. But let me tell you, let me, yeah, man, let me tell you, man. I don't know, like right now, man, I don't know. I ain't talking about from like a music standpoint, but I don't think nobody's bigger than 50 right now. You talking you know about what like, mean? like TV? Like, not necessarily from a 50s, huh? TV-wise? From all the stuff he's doing. You know what I mean? On, on all the stuff he's doing right now, man. Uh, I don't know if anybody that's doing more than 50 probably right Kanye. now. Probably um, Kanye. Kanye probably doing more than 50. Kanye. I, Kanye doing more than Kanye. Kanye is probably the most, like, known. He got a Netflix series right now out. I mean, a documentary. Yeah. Right now. now. That's yeah. actually really good. Um, 
he got the Gap. I actually, I'm actually wearing a Gap hoodie from Kanye right now. Uh, that's closed. That's Netflix. He on like three songs. He got he on like the new Pusha T song. He on is and then all this news about his stem player is out because um, he not dropping his album on streaming services. It's going straight to his stem player. So that's like some brand new. Yeah. And then he all over the news for like the sloppy his sloppiness the way he handling like his divorce of course yeah Kim yeah. yeah so I think he's like probably the most known yeah. talked about he, person yeah like right now yeah <laughs> I mean I, I I can't argue with that yeah I think he probably <laughs> the most Kanye. known talked about person yeah but um yeah and it, yeah but like all right so fifty right so he was a little out of breath after he got you know on his because he actually had to pull himself down like he put his arms up. And then he pulled his legs down, already heavier, right? So that was, a, you know, when they did the in the club before, that probably was staged and that's a music video. He did all this stuff real time and just even seeing him still do that. Like, it's a lot of people that can't do that. You know what I'm saying? And then on top yeah. of that, he had the six pack. He had, like, I look at life now, like, man, if you had it before, you had it. And some people never had it. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I, I just, like, it's a beautiful, like, for me, watching all of them, no matter if I thought it was the best halftime show or if I didn't, it's a beautiful thing watching all of them, knowing what I saw Mary go through, knowing what we saw Snoop go through, knowing where we saw uh, 50 come from, knowing where we saw M come from, you know, to like just watching them grow in front of us because hip hop is still a young, yeah. it's a young sport. Um, I don't want to uh, halftime talk us out, but I do want to say Kendrick, man. Kendrick is a perfectionist, man. Kendrick, whenever I see Kendrick, it's... it's it seems like he practiced whatever he had to do. He kind of like remind me of Bruno Mars when it come to like, they don't make like mistakes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think yeah, his yeah. words got jumbled when he was rapping for a little bit, but that's, you know, if you know the song, you know the song. And he had to change some of the lyrics and stuff like that for the NFL. But um, when he came out, if you go back and watch that halftime show again, because it's a few people that I saw actually talk about like Kendrick wasn't for them because he's like not their generation. But if you watch that halftime yeah, yeah. show again, the, the way the cameras and everything start to like move around with Kendrick, it's different than everybody yeah. else's. Like, like it's just different. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say, man. Kendrick, Kendrick whole thing was different from everybody else's. You know what I mean? Even like Eminem came out. I, I thought I was gonna really see, but but Eminem kind of just Simple. in a way, he kind of fell back and just be, just being a hip hop guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? With Drake and all those guys. He really didn't. You know what I mean? He was just part of the act. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? He, was he, simple. he just rapped. He just did yeah. some rap. Kendrick yeah, exactly. had dances. He Kendrick even like made some new Kendrick. stuff up that we never heard before. Like at the Super yeah. Bowl. Like yeah. that's bold. You yeah. know what I mean? So now, now, do you think that has anything to do with him got an album coming out soon? He, I mean, he got an album coming out. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You think they let him do a little bit more and let him let him have his shine because he got an album coming out? I don't know. I th- I feel like Mary had the longest. Outside of Dre and Snoop, I feel like Mary had the longest run. Yeah, I, there. I think she had the longest time. Like Kendrick, I felt like Kendrick was short, but I mean, of course, they. I think the look was because he had an album coming out for sure, you know. And yeah. then I, I feel like Dre kind of fell short on the Tupac, uh, Tupac tribute. I feel like it was like yeah. it was like six seconds long, man. Like he just hit the yeah, keys real yeah. quick. He hit the keys. Yeah. Made everybody to kind of like fill it a little bit and then, yeah, he you hit know. the keys real quick. Yeah. Then I feel like yeah. they could have done more with lighting and stuff. Hey, y'all going to hate me for this, but I love hip hop. So if anybody listening, they like, damn, he's still. But I feel like they could have done more with the lighting and stuff when he did Still DRE, man. Still DRE is, uh, to me, 
at this point, a top five hip hop record, like in my generation and time. And I feel like they could have yeah. done a little bit more with the lighting, but I mean, it is what it is with that, man. But um, all for the halftime show, but still in that same context, you were saying you was on social media and you saw people talking and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Me too, right? But I always find it funny when people go out their way to say something that, to, to, to say something wasn't for them, yo. Like that gets yeah. me sometimes. Like, yo, you, these people be quiet about a million other things, but you want to, <laughs> chant to the highest of heights that something wasn't for you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And it's very, I, I only, I only commented to people like in a matter, only thing I said in them people messages, I, I send people like, like no shit uh, messages <laughs> when they, <laughs> yeah, no, one-on-one message. I had to, man, because I know them. <laughs> I know them. You know, you know people, you know them. Yeah. And we had, I had like two people in my, in my, in my, yeah, that that put out on my that showed up on my um um on my feed man and said they didn't know who that guy shouldn't have been there. Who is he? Kendrick. You know what I mean? Kendrick. Yeah. And I had to remind them, like kind of like who if you don't know who this is, man, and you in LA. You know what I mean? Don't be surprised. Kendrick there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this, this is LA. The whole it's the LA thing. But then I had to like remind them, man, like you guys better. I, the only thing I did was though. Was uh, I found his the name of his album and stuff and just sent it to him like that. Check this out, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> That's he, all I yeah. said, like, like, hey, just check check this out. He man. made arguably you one know, of the but, best albums in the history of hip hop, yeah. Just check this out, man. That's all you gotta do is just, 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 just check this out, man. Yeah, <laughs> you, you sold, yeah. I ain't got to sell him, yeah. You yeah, listen to this, yeah. shit and see, sell it's sell. an undeniably good yeah, album, man. good, good kid, Mad City, right? That's what you talk about, right? Good kid, Mad yeah, City. Yeah. yeah. That's an under yeah. all his albums are undeniably good, but good kid, Mad City is a different level of undeniably good, like it's like a movie, yeah. Um, but w- last week we talked about, I asked a question about, remember, I asked a question about MOUs and MOAs. Memorandums of agreement. Yeah, yeah. Memorandums. I got the answer, man. Okay, yeah, I, okay. Here we go. You would think, right? Yeah, you know, I was talking to the listeners, man. You know, so you would think, you know, I got the call, one of the listeners. Who knew, you know, eager to hit me. Like, hey, you know, I got the answer. It ain't <laughs> somebody like I know? That. No, it ain't happened like that. It ain't happened no. like that. I had to dig <laughs> a little deeper and I found it myself. So oh, man. If you want to know uh where to find like any information about memorandums of understanding, memorandums of agreement. You go to DODI, right, Department of Defense Instruction, 4000.19, uh, the support agreements. And it's going to talk all about MOUs, MOAs, uh, which ones, like, involve monetary transitions, uh, transactions and which ones don't, right? So that's that. All right. It's time to get into it, man. It's time to get into yeah, it. Yeah, man. Got all that out the way. Yeah, yeah. It's time to get into it. These plank standards, man. Yeah, man. What's up? The, the Prems too, man. You talked about it. You know, you yeah. The you spoke. Um, the people answered, man. Prems too. The people. Hey, I'll tell you, man. Hey, we always on top spoke, of the game, man. man. We, we 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 brung it up. <laughs> the people. They answered. made it happen, man. Um, but it's out. It's out, man. It's on the streets, man. If you guys haven't took a look at it, you can find the exact standards. I know a nav admin came out, but you can find the exacts under the guides, right? I think it's the PRT guys. You can find the exacts, man. Um, got the new numbers there for everything uh, based off of our trial period we had last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you think, man? What's up with these numbers, man? How you? How, uh, how, what you uh, think? I'm looking. You look uh, yours up yet? How old, how, how old are you? 
Let's look up yours. How old are you? Oh, 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 oh. I got what's your age, age bracket? Okay. Huh? No, what's your bracket? Ooh, Just give me the bracket. You 40, bracket. 44, right? 40, 40, 44. 40, 44 bracket. Yeah. On the high side. Yeah. yeah. Hey, 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 everybody out there, do I look like I should be in that bracket? I want to throw you it out there. The high side yeah, ahead, of 40, 44. So, <laughs> oh. so, so what you try to get? What you try to get? You try to get an outstanding? Oh, dude, I'm high low. Hey, so I, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. This is this is to me that I feel like I can anytime go down there and pop out 200 with no two, I mean two minutes with no sweat. So that's probably what I'm gonna do. I'm probably gonna keep it two minutes and just keep it keep it right there, man. Every time. All right, so two minutes will get you a good. A, that's it. A, a oh, good, no. yeah, two minutes. For my age 40, bracket, this a good? Yeah, two minutes to get you between a good medium and a good high. Ooh, what'll get me an excellent? Like, I get it. I gotta at least get an excellent. Excellent. Ex- two, two minutes. Two or five. Uh, excellent medium is two minutes and 37 seconds. Yeah, I probably have to work around excellent. that. Man. I, gotta, yeah, that's I gotta get at least an excellent. It, it, you know, they said they they said they uh like looked at the um the results of the I, I, I read it to you because I, I, I was like I don't read I don't believe that shit I'm telling you right now I was I like everybody was about how they wasn't doing shit it said we learned from an analysis of 26,000 forearm plank records from calendar year 2021 PFA that sellers performed well overall there is a minor gender performance differential <laughs> as a result we revised the forearm plank standards to be gender specific separate male and female scoring tables with a gradual age group uh, stratification. Yeah, well, of course, um, you know, those numbers going to change when we start looking at, like, different genders. Like, you know, of, of, of course. You've been doing it the whole numbers. time, though. That's not brand new. No, but remember the, stand- the curl it was ups, one standard. It was gender specific. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they probably. But remember, it was one standard when they tested it out. It wasn't different. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got yeah, you, so then you. we, yeah, yeah. you know, they okay. was like, oh, we found out. And I, I know we in a different kind of, like, world. You know what I mean? So they probably that's probably like the best way to do it is to like put it out with a standard and then be like, oh man, we realize that different genders do this thing different. You know, where to some of us that's probably obvious that like like, you know, different people gonna do planks differently or different people gonna, you know, on on a big spectrum, you know, it's gonna be a a, a diff a difference between genders. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but I think yeah. it's I think that's kind of cool to kind of do it initially the same for everybody. See if everybody you know on the same playing field, and then being like, nah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, us, uh, well, we got a guest coming up that I'll talk to. I got some questions about that stuff anyway. But um, midterm, yeah, I have no do. I, I ain't gonna. I mean, no, what, yeah, uh, one more thing about the about the. I have no issue with this this plank thing though, man. So if anybody out there want to talk about that, the the curl ups to the plank and all this stuff, man, I think the plank is like way more easier. Um, yeah. When it comes to my to my run or me getting on the bike afterwards, man, because we used to do that that curl up, uh, the second one. We used to do it the second. You do the push up, then you used to do the curl up, then you used to do the run or the bike or whatever you want to do. And I remember how my my hips used to be burning when I used to get done with them them curl ups, man, yeah. pulling up and down. So man, this I mean, and it don't put I mean it put a little bit of pressure on your shoulders for your your your, your push ups or whatever, but not not that much, man. So I'm most definitely a fan of the planks. I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm a fan. Of yeah, the planks ain't bad, but I gotta do I gotta do um I'm I'm aiming for probationary this time. 
So that means I got to do <laughs> yeah, right. a 106. I got to hit a 106. Oh, man. And I'm good for probationary, man. So we're going to see how that goes. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I, I'll hey, probably get him. You, you, you wouldn't be able to make it to the next year. You'd be probationary, man. You'd be thinking about that medium, for years man. to come. I'll probably give him that satisfactory medium. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they, they also, uh, <laughs> if you pass this one, if we have two PRTs next year, you validate. So the validation is kind of back in, you know. Validation yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. If you have uh, two PRTs next year, you validate. Oh shit. Yeah. I might have to get my gang together, get get going this time, man. Yeah. So I was I was um on my Navy HR, and it's like 40 nav admins out already, man. Mm-hmm. They cranking them nav admins out, man. And I was looking at some stuff you sent me, and I'm like, man, it's like so many nav admins, man. So the midterm nav admin came out, the one we talked about before. Um, where they kind of add, like, yeah. giving some more information now to midterms and uh, giving away, like, infographic. It's a uh, infographic kneeboard card with a list of five questions is provided for supervisors and members to reference during midterm performance counseling conversations. Right? These questions serve as the foundation to promote greater member engagement and provide quality feedback. You know, so... And I do want to talk about, you know, me coming to a command, you know, and uh, taking over as a leader at that command and doing midterms and doing them just the way that I've done them. And then after I did the midterms, going back into the instruction (laughs) and seeing like, damn, I did these wrong. (laughs) You know, like, yo, grab a piece of scratch paper and write uh, your top three. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Write, uh, you you know, uh, three things you're doing well, write three things you could improve on and give me your logo, your short term goals, man. Just give them to me. (laughs) Then I go on the instruction. It's like, yo, it has to be written on, the eval, uh, you know, the eval uh, paper in that format. Uh, and then they got to be turned in and all that stuff. I'm like, all right. So I had to email my seconds. Hey, guys, uh, we're going to transition these papers over. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm glad yeah, we got some clarity. a little clarity bit different these days, man. Yeah. I'm gl- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we got some clarity with that. Yeah, most definitely. We got, we got some. We got our midterms coming up. So, yeah. yeah. Most definitely got a little clarity on that, man. I know you had something um, about flank speed that you. Yeah, I want to talk about flank speed for a second, man. I I, I wasn't going to talk about it, but I just this nav admin came out about flank speed and 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 it kind of like in it it varied on certain certain things that was working and wasn't working um, for flank speed. And I'm at my command right now, man. And I'm here to tell you right now, nobody. And, I, and I'm at a senior command. Nobody is working with flank speed. Yeah. Like nobody. But this nav admin coming out saying like it's going forward and it's doing it's starting to do great things. Uh, but um it haven't reached um us over there at info to phone, man. We we working on flight speed right now. Uh but I hear it's doing it, it, it got some some good things going for us. So uh, I'm most definitely finna get more involved with it. I'll be getting emails from you know MCI and all that stuff, but uh most definitely, man. I guess it's the transition period. You know how people don't like to see, you know, change. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm used to coming in, checking my email, mm-hmm. checking this and moving on and doing other things. So now all that stuff in a switch. So, um, but I got to find out the plan, man, because it seemed like every time we try to get into flank speed, it's always an issue. Always talking about ITs, oh, this ain't working. Because we looking for, we looking at them. You know what I mean? I got two ITs and I get told all the time that, that uh, they are inspectors. They're they're not IT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not IT guys. They are inspectors on board the yeah. ship. So 
But I keep asking them all the time, man. Like, like, is your your flank speed ready? Your flank speed up? Nope. Some they having some issue. They having some, but obviously everybody's not having issues. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I got to figure out what's going on. How is your flank speed? You got flank, flank speed? You shit up and running? Flank speed is not it, bro. Like flank speed is just not <laughs> it. Um, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm not able to really use it. I don't really know how to use it. And I'm all right with like electronics, right? I'm all right with text, right? I like anybody who know me personally know, you know, yeah, I yeah. like smart home stuff, like a whole bunch of techie kind of stuff. Uh, flank speed, ain't it? You know, um, it's too much, man. I'm not like, and since I like the techie stuff, I like convenience, right? I don't like, I got a car and that. I got an NMCI every, like, yo, like let this thing just work, man. Like, like, and it ain't, yeah, man. nobody, like it's not, it's just not good. And then we making transitions like way too much stuff. All right, we making the flank speed transition at the same time. We making a web DTP, a web DTP light transition at the same time. I'm at a short duty command. We making a whole transition from um, using another program, uh, Don Tracker, to you know something else. So it's like, yo, why are we making so many transitions at the same exact time, man? And then it's like we ain't even figured flank speed out yet. You know, it's like. You get to a command and they like, yeah, if you don't got flank speed yet, that means you on a list, the rollout list. And you just got to wait till you get this random email <laughs> and transfer everything over to flank yeah. speed. And flank speed is not it. Yes. Um, we should have. And I got the random email and shit still don't work. Yeah, we should have rolled it out slower than that uh, or something because it just wasn't. That's not the way. Hey, we yeah. need to. They trying to get that Teams thing going to the Teams yeah, and all that stuff, man, to make first. it more convenient. The teams is not yeah. doing it, man. Teams ain't doing it. I, I started on Teams meetings and stuff. None of that stuff for me. You know, somebody else might be having. I know it's somebody just up and running. You know what I'm saying? Like, like my boy yeah. in the office, he just up and running. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He just good. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yo, yeah, you yeah, good? Yeah, He's yeah. like, yeah, I had to hit up NMCI. I'm good. I'm up and running, man. <laughs> like me, I'm like still it, lagging, it, man. It, it's still like one of those things I, I heard you talk about before, man, about like, it just still seemed like with all the money and all that stuff we got, it just still seemed like we behind on a lot of stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, we behind, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just yeah. seemed like, 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 this is just not, not convenient. Nah, yeah, you know what I mean? Behind. Enough. And I know it's some, it's some, some, some texts out there that can make shit way more easy than what we have to do to get through shit, man. Yeah, we behind. I'm ready. We, we need to be like on some minority report stuff, man. Like, you know, we, America's military, we need to be able to just... Pull stuff with our hands and stuff like that. Like we behind, man. Yeah. Oh, bro, bro. I just had a symposium yesterday, right? So check this out, man. Like these guys got they got VRs now, man. Mm -hmm. For aviation guys or using VRs. Dude, they coming out with VRs for a watertight door, man. Like they got a little bitty model watertight door about this big, man. They put that VR on and put it in front of the door. And they can take the sections out of that freaking door. And then a video is showing you how to do the maintenance. Yeah. They yeah. do the same thing for the gas turbine. Somebody want to do maintenance on a gas turbine. Dude, they up there freaking um taking out parts of it from the VR, showing them how to do it. Yeah. And the biggest thing I wanted to tell you about this crazy stuff, man, is tag outs. Bro, they got tag outs, man. They hit it. They used to say you want to tag out that valve. And it does it for you off your diagram. It, oh, man, it that's does what I've it. Been saying we need it. Somebody was listening. To yeah, me. man, it was crazy how this dude like man. It, and this dude for the make a dude came there. He the CEO or some some blah yeah, blah blah. He, he finna make he billions of dollars off the navy. He yeah, to sell oh, it's, it's, it's pretty much a, it's ago. coming. It's already yeah. like 
Yeah, he's already he made, he got made it, it twenty like, years ago. Yeah, yeah, I would bring it up, man. <laughs> he, made, yeah. he made it twenty we years we ago. Pat, we should pat that shit, man. We should, we should, <laughs> we we go get you. Go get that out of that, man. Yeah, I was talking about like this full ship kind of electronic tag out all types of you know thing, and now somebody actually got it, man. And while we getting this stuff, man, let's get that stressometer yeah, working, man. Let's get like for everybody that's a part of expanded operation yeah. stress control that know what I'm talking about. Let's get that stressometer, uh, you know, going, man. You know, don't tell me to have my program up and running by January 1st. And one of the key components got a janky backstory. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's get the stressometer up and running. You know, they just <laughs> sent out an email about the stressometer. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, we have a program. It's called Expanded Operational Stress Control. And it's, um, I'm not going to break it down right now. But in my opinion, it's like, from the ground level of helping sellers. Hey, you kind of uh, faded a little bit. You see, it was, it was called, what? what was the name of the program? Expanded Operational Stress Control. And I think it's okay. like a ground level program, you know, to help sellers be more resilient from like self-help uh, all the way through peer help, all the way up to like outside resources, right? So I'm one of the leads for that. And, and like, you know, as we were rolling out, when yeah. me and one of you know, when me and my assistant was trying to get the program installed onto the ship, we found out that it. I mean, at our command, we found out that it wasn't going to be compatible. And then with the change to flank speed, it like still wasn't. So if we like had a way to make it work, it would only work until we transitioned over to flank speed. Then it wouldn't work again. So now a message finally came out. You know, talking about mm. this. Let's get this thing. And this stressometer is supposed to be the thing. Like that's like the thing to determine distress like that it's like supposed to be like this uh computer-based program where like a seller could get on and do like a short survey and you could tell how stressed out that seller is you know and and, and you can make it for like a division you can make it for a command you know uh any kind of way you want it and then you report you know that stuff to your commanding officer like hey uh looking at the stressometer i got this 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 so for me that's a key component of the th- of the thing like that's your <laughs> proof and that's messed up like, but y'all wanted me to have this thing inculcated into my command by January 1st. Inculcated, right? So if you don't, if somebody don't know what inculcated is, that's built into the <laughs> culture of the command. You know what I'm saying? We went to school in October. Oh, so we went to school in man. October. And then we had the holo- the the Thanksgiving break or whatever you got from that. And then you and then the holiday break. We might have went to school in September, but still, yeah, Halloween. You know, but you had a bunch of different stuff. And then y'all expect somebody to have this program up and running, but the damn stressometer don't work. The thing you need. <laughs> like, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, you know, we got to help all these yeah. people. You know, we got to help all these people, you know, with their fevers, but you don't got no damn thermometer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm trying to find, I'm trying to, I want you to say that word again, man. In, what's the name of it? We get, get into the in, command? Inculcate, man. Inculcate, man. I read it first time I've ever heard it. <laughs> Was when I read it, man. You know, and I'm all go for it. But give me some tools that work, man. Give me some tools that work. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Give me some tools that work. Yeah. What's man. up with this DPAT, man? So, man, let me tell you about this DPAT, man. First off, um, give me one second. So, first, um, what DPAT uh, stands for, man, is Direct Procurement Enlisted Program, right? Now, with that being said, um, I have not found, like, I found, like, 
bits and pieces of this program. So I would love for a recruiter um, to hit us up, man, and talk a little bit more about the DPEP program. But I'm bringing this up because I had a sailor. And, I, and look, I thought the sailor was telling me a good one, man. It's like, I, I ain't going to lie. And uh-huh. it, he's, he's not a sailor now. He's about to come back into the Navy. But uh, he got out. He was a fireman. And uh, he's he listened also. I'm sure you're going to give me shit about saying this. But he um he got out as a fireman. So he gets out, do great things, man. Got a master's degree and all type of stuff like that, right? So he hit me up out of the blue and he stays not too far from me. And we sort of been linking up on how many times before we just never worked out of, of us getting together. So he hit me up out of the blue. So I'm thinking, oh man, we about to, you know, he about to hit me up, we about to link up and do all, you know, whatever. Well, he telling me, he said, man, I'm, finna, I'm, I'm coming back into the Navy. Yeah. I was like, damn. Because it's been a minute. It, it, I don't know if anywhere between seven and 10 years, probably, he'd been out the Navy. So I'm like, man, you coming back mm-hmm. in? Okay. Man, that sounds good, like a good plan. He said, I said, what I said, what rate you gonna be? You'll be a still be a DC man. He's like, no, nah, man, I'm gonna be a uh a IS. Oh shit. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. shit, man, that's great. That's different from what you did you before, though. But I said that's great. But then on top of that, he said it's gonna be a yeah, an IS one. So I don't know if you guys heard me before. I said he got out the Navy as a fireman. And he's going back into the Navy as a IS-1. So I, in my mind, I'm thinking, ah, this guy, I don't know about this one. You know what I mean? Or whatever the case may be. So, you know, I know I, one of the guys at, at my job used to be a recruiter. So I asked them about it. Then he told me this was the program. So then I looked at bits and pieces of this program. I guess you can take what you did. You can get out. Take what you did before that. You can go back in something that's close to what you got a degree in and all this mm. type of stuff. Now, with that being said, I'm not crazy familiar with the program. That's why I was thinking about having a recruiter. And the only reason why I want the recruiter to hit us up about this is because knowledge is power. You know, how many sailors and got out of the Navy and then did they GI Bill, got some type of degree. And mm-hmm. if they wanted to come back into in the Navy with you know, more rank or whatever they can or do something they wanted to do or whatever the case may be. Um, and I feel like I want to get that out there to people, man, because that's crazy from a fireman and getting out, then come back in as an IS one, man. That's that's a whole new, whole new level of the game, man. And and, yeah. and probably could be an officer right after that if you already got a master's degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's so many windows can open up. And how many people know about that? Because I didn't have a clue that anybody can do that. But time I brought it up to this ex-recruiter that I talked to. Time I brought it up, he's, he mentioned it. Yeah, man, it's blah, blah, blah. So he he had heard about it before. So, uh, yeah, man, I like to talk to recruit about that, man. I think that's information that we, could, we, should, we can share and get out there to people. Yeah, man, it's so much knowledge. It's so much knowledge out there about just career stuff that I don't think too many people know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. A lot of opportunities out there, man. And I agree with that. What's the deal, What's the deal with this uh, Chief Petty Officer assignment? We was talking about... The Chief Petty Officer Assignment of Optimization, NAVAMIN 0022, uh, right? So it came out, you know, first of the year. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is mostly because of the fact that I think we need to get that right. Uh, I didn't see too many times where I'm not saying it's a bad thing and not saying a, a first class can't do it. Um, but um, it's putting people in the positions um, they should be uh, to lead, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, this came out and I think from, uh, they're going to have a summit on this, um, from February 28th 
to from uh, start February 28th through uh, March the 4th um, to try to, to talk and try to get these alignments corrected. Uh, there's a lot of um, billets out there right now that does not have a chief petty officer that should have one there. So I think so far, what I read about it, I think it's a good idea. You know, we just had something like this with the E8s and E9s also. Um, but I still think uh, most ships, especially small boys, uh, the chiefs lead from the front. You may have three or four seeing chiefs on there, you know what I mean, a CMC or something. But most of the time it's chiefs. And a lot of times what I see when I go on these ships out here and I uh, do my inspections, I see first classes filling those billets. Sometimes second class. You know what I mean? Running the show um, in some of these divisions where they should have a chief there. Um, and the biggest thing is for that because one thing about it is, is that when you own some of these ships, it's a certain amount of training and a certain amount of leadership that a chief has, right? Uh, and, and the reason why they should be on board the ship and doing that job. And if we can get that right, I know we're um, headed in the right direction. And I'm telling you right now, every ship I go on, manning in the chief mess is a problem. Yeah, <laughs> Manning on a ship, period, is a problem. Yeah. Um, but I also know um, that for a fact. So um, I think this is in the right direction. They have a summit coming up. So, and that's calm now. Um, PERS got this, this, this summit they're doing. So we'll see what happens, man. And, I'm, and I hope it's some kind of way we can get some information from it. Yeah, Manning, I mean. And I'll be trying. It's probably time to hit the streets, man. You think it's time for us to get out in the streets and start scooping people up, man? <laughs> like, it's, it's just the Manning issues, man. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody probably holding they, like, it's crazy. everybody probably, it's like, crazy. really kind of holding their breath till Top Gun 2 come out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, I... <laughs> I tell you this though, man, about this Manning thing, man. Like, I have never, and I, I'm, I'm speaking from, from what I'm seeing, man. Like, we're most definitely trying to either wait something out, trying to get, trying to get to them twenty years. No one wants to go back to sea, man. It's crazy out here, man. On how, how the game is being played, man. Yeah. Right. Hey, if you want to retire, it's a certain length of time you have to do, man. You got to go out there and get it, man. Tom Cruise. Period. You know what I'm saying? You got to go out there and, 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 and earn it, <laughs> hey, man. Tom Cruise. We uh, need people, Tom Cruise. Like, like I, had, I had one of my good friends, you know, he just made Master Chief, man. He just say this thing all the time, man. He just say, stop hiding in the bushes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So stop hiding in the bushes and get out there and yeah. fight, man. That's all I'm going to say, man. Stop hiding. But we just need I know people. some people out there got legitimate issues. I mean, we need Legitimate people, problems, legitimate whatever. I got it. It happens. We know. Yeah. You know, but, you know, man, the system, though. Uh-uh. Let's go, man. Let's get out this there. This is a lot of realignment, man. We need people. We need Tom Cruise. It's time. It's time, Tom. It's time, Tom. Put the jacket back on, man. Hop up in that jet, man. Put this movie out, man. Come on, Maverick. Let's go. Maverick. We need some people, man. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> Once Maverick come out, man, you already know what time it yeah. is, man. People going to be joining left yeah, and right, man. People. Come on, time. So I, I got a, I got a uh, thing, right? Because And I, I really hate talking about COVID, but I want to ask you about yeah. it, right? And I don't want to jinx us, but yeah. and if, what if we learn? Right. So I don't want to jinx COVID, but uh, I think we at the end of this whole thing. And if we are at the end of this whole thing, what have we learned? 
And I'm not really talking about even as an organization. I'm talking about you. So for instance, me, um, I learned that this digital world that we kind of moving toward, the metaverse and stuff like that, it's, it's super essential. You know, it's going to be super essential. And, and COVID might have been the launch pad for it, like for the necessity for that. Like, so um, that's the biggest, you know, the biggest kind of thing. But I think COVID, it brought people together for a minute. Um, as far as families, it kind of like broke some families up too, you know, with, you know, the people that passed and stuff like that. I don't want to jinx it and I don't want to stay on it too long, but it's looking like it might be done um, soon. And um, if so, man, what you think, you know, you learn, you learn. Um, one of the biggest things I learned, man, and, and from being in the military that this thing ain't going to stop, man. I mean, military is too big, man. I'm talking about from a, I'm not talking about from a family standpoint. I'm just talking about from a military standpoint. Um, it's going to keep going, man. It's going to go. The military is going to keep rolling, man. No matter what happened. We might sit on the sideline for a second or two, but we we was doing inspections during COVID. We were still going out to sea doing COVID. We were still doing, 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 damn near doing everything but probably pulling in the ports right. doing COVID the entire time. So what I learned was the Navy, the military, they're going to always adapt and overcome anything and keep rolling. Yeah. And I'm saying that also to say for all the people that's out there thinking that uh, you you don't have time to take care of yourself, and 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 the navy is gonna gonna freaking can't move without you. You better think again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You are gonna retire, and you are gonna go on, and ain't nobody gonna hear you. Give about a, about six months, ain't nobody gonna know your name no more. So keep that in mind, man. Uh, adapt and overcome every time, man. So I think that's what we learn, man. How to adapt to things and and, and overcome and, and still uh, get the mission completed. Do you ever? Um... Well, before I get there, right, because I got a couple transparent topics, right, some transparent stuff I want to talk about. But before I mm-hmm. get there, I, is a, is swim call overrated, man? Yeah, I never. I it's way overrated in my my view. I'm sure it's not for everybody. For me, I don't care about that. Man, they call it swim call, man. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I ain't I ain't studying. I ain't jumping out there. What they told me telling me, oh yeah, we we got the the, the gunner out there just in case it's a shark. Man, I don't want to hear that shit, man. They ever told you it's to shoot you? Know you? Said that shark been an eight yeah, me. They ever told you it's to shoot you? Eight me. Anybody ever told you that? It's that shoot, to shoot me? You. Yeah, it ain't to shoot the shark. It's to shoot you. Ain't nobody ever tell you that? Oh, I ain't never heard that. That's the kind of stuff they you used know, to tell I me, man. When I was a junior seller, man. That's the kind of stuff they used to tell me, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a shark could come through real quick, man. Take your arm off, bro. You know, like... Like they might not even be able to shoot it, you know, but you're not gonna have an arm no more, man. <laughs> like, like, like it's just a rough time, man. Like swim cup. So I mean, I can't really swim, so I can't see myself swimming in the open ocean. But for the people that have done swim call, my question is, is swim call overrated? Is it as is it worth the hype? Is it as cool as everybody thinks it is? You tell me. You know what I'm saying? I s I'll take somebody. Why? I'm gonna say so they could go swim. You you know what, man? I will speak for the people. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't I I don't think it's overrated. And a couple of reasons why I don't think it's overrated. One, most of the time we do when they do a uh swim call, we be out to sea for a minute. Right? 
Most of the time we've been out for a minute. <laughs> we do it. we go out to sea. And man, once the captain go over that one MC it. and say his swim call, oh my goodness, man. You're right. People asking me to take their watch. Yeah, take their watch so they go swim call. First, I I first thing I think about when they tell me to take their watch, I'm thinking, what you mean? You don't think I can swim or something? First, that's first thing I'd be thinking about. And then I then I go actually take they take yeah. they watch for them, man because you know they they all pumped up and ready to go man so I I let them go out there and enjoy so I don't know if it's overrated or not man during that time period because of you been out to see you ain't doing shit you're bored and you want to do something yeah. different that's why I don't think it's overrated so you saying it's kind of like when the M- you ever saw the movie Sleepers you probably never saw Sleepers did you no. Uh, so these so. kids, right? Great movie. Great movie, man. De Niro, Brad Pitt, like a whole bunch of good actors. But these kids, they go to jail. They kill like a hot dog stand man or whatever. They go to jail. And when they go to jail, they get abused by the prison guards. Honestly, man, if you never saw Sleepers, that's mm. a good movie to watch tonight, bro. It's like one of the best movies that I've ever seen, right? But they get abused by these prison guards, okay. right? And um, but at, mm-hmm. it's like one, they getting like like sexually abused, physically abused, all types of stuff. But they get this one opportunity to play football, right, with them. And they like, hey, football is like, and they got this, this one player that he could play, right? It's actually the dude that had sex with Eminem girl on 8 Mile or whatever. Like, I forgot his name. But if you ever saw 8 Mile, the dude that was having sex with Eminem girl who he caught is that dude. But he yeah, was younger. Yeah. But like he could play football. He was nice. He was nice. And it's a crazy scene because these young, the juveniles or whatever, because they in juvie jail. They trashing the uh, guards. They like, you know, and the guards like, yo, <laughs> and the guards saying stuff like, yo, I'm going to kill you for that. You know what I mean? And it's like real, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like real talk. I don't want to get into it because I think you should watch the movie. It's a great movie. But it was like that yeah. only moment of relief. You know, they like, we playing football. We know they going to destroy us after this. Right. And it ain't even a, it's a serious like they going to destroy us. They going to rape us, beat us like real bad stuff. But we about to bust their ass on this football field today. We're gonna give it all we got. And I'm wondering if like that's kind of what you say at swim call is like, like yeah, your deployment exactly, is man. so much. We about to get out here and just dive off the side of this shit. <laughs> dive off this phone. Hey, so yep, that's what's happening. Quick man. question, quick question. Do you ever miss the grind, man? Yep. So I remember being a young seller, you know, on my on my way up, saying things like. Um, I'm more than an electrician, you know, I'm not just an electrician, you know, I'm, uh, you know, uh, I'm more than that. I'm a lead. I'm not just an electrician, you know, now, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'd be like, yo, man, I'm just an electrician, yo, <laughs> like, 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 I'm just an electrician, man. I'm not that, man. I'm just an electrician. Man. Hey, man. <laughs> Give me a light bulb. That's, that's just like a... <laughs> Put me in front of control. That's like my, my boy said, man, I be asking him to fix our computers and shit at work, man. I said, man, can you come look at this program? It ain't working or something. He said, man, I'm an inspector. Yeah. I'm just yeah, that's, inspector. What, that's what made me think of that. Like, <laughs> yeah, we kind of the same way. But yeah, man, but um, do I miss the grind of of of, of being on the ship? Of just I'll being a DC man. man, man. Not even being on the ship. Because if you're on a ship, you know, you're just being chief, a, you lead. Not on a ship, just being a DC and, man. And, and, I, and, the, and, and from, I want to stage it right, man, because I don't want you to like, you know, I don't yeah. want anybody to kind of get it confused. I know you like leading sellers. You know, I know you like to lead sellers. Yeah. We all do. You know, I love leading sellers yeah. too. But I'm just yeah, talking yeah. about simple DC3 leggings, man. Just going doing PMS checks, man. <laughs> do you ever miss that grind? 
I got to talk man. while you're thinking, man. That's, that's, a hard, Kansas. that's a hard question, man, because um, if I was DC Three Legs, that dude probably missed the grind. Yeah. That dude, crime, <laughs> but I'm not that dude no more, right? <laughs> so it like like, <laughs> but um, I will say, man, I will say yes. I miss that grind. I miss that grind because I was learning so much back then. That's why I kind of you know you want to do some new things so you can learn new things and kind of like helps you motivate you and all that stuff. That DC guy that was back then, man, was grinding to to get qualifications, grinding to trying to excel, grinding to try to be number one and all this type of stuff right there, man. That was, I do miss that. Yeah. I do miss that, man. Because sometimes you get, like, you get uh, stagnant and, and and nowhere else to go and you kind of like, ah, oh, man, what I'm supposed to do now type stuff. So I kind of do miss that grind because I had a ceiling that I was trying to reach. Hey, you man. know, uh, so I do miss that, man. But other than that, that's, Like yeah, the lights went out, the lights went out on my, um at my command in the building. Just the other day, the civilians like, oh man, like half the lights went out. And I'm like, yo, you know, I might be able to check. And then they was looking at me like, yo, who are you? Like, like you just are like, you just like an SEL guy. Like, like, like you're not like a yeah, like, yo, I'm an electrician. You know what I mean? Like, I can go, you know, I can go do that. You know what I mean? So sometimes I do, you know, sometimes I do miss it. And I know I'll never be in the capacity of EM3 McCullough ever again. You know, probably a deployment, yeah. like working on controller with my EM1s or whoever I got with me. But I'll never be just EM, like in that, you know, uh, position. But I do, you know, and, and and when I was in that position, I was the little engine that could. I'm more than an electrician. I'm yeah. a leader. I'm this, that, that. You know what I'm saying? That's the time I'd be yeah. like, yo, I'm just a EM, man. Like, I'm just a light bulb changer. I fix controllers <laughs> yeah. every now and then. Hey, so... Leave me alone. Man. I want to I be serious yeah. about something, moment of truth. Um, and I I don't know how deep into this story I'm going to get. I know we kind of just been kind of hitting certain topics today. But um, when you turn over a division, right, are you ever hard on yourself about something? I, at first, I was using the word self-conscious, but I don't want to use that word. I want to use hard on yourself. Are you yeah. ever hard on yourself about what you, whether it be a division or a program, are you ever hard on yourself about what you given to somebody else? Um, I'll tell you what, man, I, I'm kind of, I used to be. And then I found out, man, that regardless, somebody going to have something wrong with your shit and still going to talk shit about something. Mm-hmm. Right regardless. So, you know, the change I made to myself, man, was to ask questions, man. I, I try to make them feel um, a certain type of way during a turnover. Hey, man, do you have anything, anything else before I turn this over? And I even throw it out there and say, hey, man, hey, man, if you want you want to talk about the program, let's talk about it now. If you want to talk shit about it, let's talk about it now because, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I say things like that um, to say that for them, to, to look through it, man, and ask the right questions and stuff like that, because I'm going to turn this over to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So whatever I need to fix or whatever you need me to do, let me go ahead and do that. Don't talk shit behind my back type deal. I, I don't say it per se like that, but that's what I try to get out. But in the beginning, uh, I'll tell you this, man. I used to spend, I knew I was turning over a program. Uh, what program I was turning over for? I turned over a CFL program for at, um, at ATG. And, um, you know, it's a lot of stuff you're supposed to keep on file and things like that, man. I remember 
going to school while I was at ATG. I went to school and I said, man, you know what, man, I'm going to keep this stuff legit, everything. I'm going to print out, have it like that. So when I turn this over, but one thing about the CFL program and everybody who out there been CFL and know about it, it's an easy program to maintain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's straightforward. You can maintain all this stuff. And, um, I remember turning all this stuff over and, 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 and giving it to everybody. And then I remember the next cycle when it was over, over with, um, um, this guy was telling me, he said, Hey man, um, you miss one of your, your cycles, a different guy, not the guy, not the CFA that I turned over to. He said you was missing like, say for example, like 2013. So you were missing 2013. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to keep it for five years, or I think it's five years or something like that. You're gonna keep it a certain number of years. And I said, nah, no, nah, not me. I had I got every folder, every everything, the whole thing. I got it. So me, guess what I go do? I go approach the dude. I say, hey man, so are you missing? I ain't saying that. I just asked him. I said, What if you are you missing anything from the CFL program um, that we turned over? And he said, Yeah, man, I'm missing this, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, nah, man. I said, I said, this is what I told him. I said, two, I gave him instead of five years, I gave him four folders. And I said, two of them in the same folder. You know, and I and I got it separated in there. You know what I mean? Like slashed off or whatever's in there. And I said, go take, you know, you take a look. But that goes back to show you, man, that like whatever you do, somebody gonna find something and try to twist it in a way to try to make see, I'm gonna say everybody. I, I don't yeah. know, I shouldn't say that everybody, but um, it's always something though, man. That's why, um, now today I try to be transparent as I can. If I got something jacked up, I try to tell people I got it jacked up ahead of time and I forgot this mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Um, but I really do. It really do affects me if turned over a jacked up program, man. I, I do not never want to turn over something. And as I got older, I remember another program I had took and I said, oh man, don't worry about this. Just give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I know what to do, blah, blah, blah. And it end up being like a pile of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't want that that to happen to me turning nothing over there like, like that. So yeah, man, it's it's a, it's a big deal, man. You you most definitely don't want to look like shit in the eyes of anybody, I hope. You know what I mean? Some people just don't care what nobody says. But when it's your program, something you deal with with years of, of putting in work on it, you most definitely don't want to leave it, you know, worse than what it was. Yeah, man. I'm one of those people that care. So I um I bridge all this. All the way back to when I was a second, and I might have been a first, but I think I was still a second. And I went back to visit my first command, and um, one of the thirds there, I guess he took over works in a soup, and you know we had a new first. And I was on my way out when a new, I was there for five years. I was on my on my way out when a new first, you know, came, and he he chilled out like he didn't kind of take too much of the range yet because he saw like that I was at that time like kind of like a strong second who kind of had a division going a certain way. But he probably was taking mental notes of different things that was messed up. You know, different things he already was seeing that he wanted to fix and change, right? Yeah. So I remember going back to visit the ship and my third was like, hey man, how come you never had, and this is my boy, he's my friend, you know, still my friend to the day. I love him. But he was like, how come you never had like us doing PMS on these? How come these was never on the LGL? So whatever, right? Or the EGLs at that time. <laughs> And it was like, you know, and it was like all everything I knew for works in a soup was something that I learned from somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So, and yeah. I, and I wasn't really, and that's not a knock on them because that probably was something that they learned from somebody else. 
you know, so whatever equipment we wasn't yeah. doing maintenance on, I didn't know we had to do it. You know, my my whole understanding of works in a suit came from these books that already been made and created that I just kind of took over and we was doing, you know, whatever we was doing with the program. You know, I learned it as I went, you know, but it, it, it like what he said, though, and I that was my response. I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like, I just was doing what I was kind of taught, you know, managing the thing, you know. And yeah. I think that came from it being built up in him that I was like good. And then like with me leaving this first class, finding some yeah. things, this first class doing his job great and finding some things that was messed up. So that probably really disappointed him. So when he saw me, he's like, hey, how come we wasn't ever? He said it in a joking manner, but it affected me. You know, I'm like, damn, like, I don't know. And it affected me. Yeah. You know? And it, it made me like not ever want, you know, that to happen again. Now let's fast forward. So I recently had to reach out to uh, the division from uh, the ship that I just left. I recently had to reach out about some admin stuff that needed to get done. So I had to reach out to the chief and uh, the, the divo there. And I know everything, you know, everything is never perfect when you, you know, knew somewhere and, and stuff like that. You got to focus. But man, I was like, man, I got to read. You know, me and Chief was talking all the time, but I'm like, I know he probably now he probably f- like fully seated and found some things that, you know, he could fix, you know, and I and I started thinking so much about like all the stuff that he probably found that was messed up. And I started to forget how much stuff that I came into, you know, that was messed up that I had to fix that, you know, it took a lot of time to work on. And I was being really hard on myself, man. And I almost didn't even want to talk about this on here. Yeah. But um, the biggest thing for me, right? So I, I know he probably found a lot of things messed up, but the biggest thing for me that was the most important thing, it, it kind of got to do with you because you could probably understand my struggle, but it was the kill cards, right? So as an EM, you get the isolation list. You got to isolate, you know, the spaces. Um, and I never had a chance to finish the kill cards. Right. I did it for the main spaces, you know, and this might be too technical stuff for some civilians, but I'm going to talk about this for a second. But I did it for the main spaces, but I never got to do it around a ship. I even tried my own self to walk around a ship and, you know, do it myself, like walk space to space. I'm going down sonar, like all types of stuff myself. We had like three runs of this. So, you know, remember the ship got commissioned um, in like July or something. Right. June, July. And then I got to the ship later that year, like December. But the period before the commissioning time was probably the perfect time to go around and make the isolation list and the kill cards, right? And I think they did it, but somehow that information didn't transition over to the computer or something like that. So by the time I got to the ship, we didn't have kill cards, right? So, you know, my whole, I'm like, all right, we need kill cards. That's like, you know, no shit. This is what we need to do and get done is kill cards. But then, you know, when I go in SCAD, I'm like, oh, man, we need to add this, 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 and this. So we walking around a ship multiple times, scaling the ship, adding multiple pieces of equipment. Boom, you get a 3M inspection. Boom, you got a depermanent ship. Boom, you got this, you got this, you got this. And I'm like, damn, I still haven't done these kill cards. And, you know, and you've been you, you've been there where y'all like, oh, we got isolated space. I'm like, all right, give me this space. I'm going to go around and I'm going to do the isolation list. Are me staying at night, going yeah. through the main space myself, you know, kind of documenting everything like that, right? And um, so we get to come around down, 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 damn near down time to deploy, time for deployment. And I'm like, all right, when we get on deployment, because I know already after deployment, I'm pretty much almost going to be at a point where I'm turning over. 
and I care a lot about this turnover and I don't expect nothing to happen like a miscarriage or nothing that takes me off the ship my last couple of weeks, you know, prior to turnover. So yeah, yeah. I'm like, I could do the kill cards on deployment. That's like going to be our time to, you know, relax and, and be able to get things done like that. Right. So I realized that during no other time is way too much going on. But yo, bro, if you think about it, I think half the crew is probably damn near burned out by deployment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? By the yeah, time man. we got to deployment. We, we didn't stop. It was nonstop for us, man. Nonstop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we get on deployment and then major equipment decide to start breaking. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just never, never did the kill cards. And I like, I, I, you know, and I talked to him about it, like before we relieved and he's a really good um, electrician. And I know he probably doing great things on there. But I always, that always bothered me. So I can't lie. I was a little reluctant. I'm like, man, I got to reach out to him. I know he probably had his work cut out for him. You know, and then I was telling myself today, though, man, I was in Planet Fitness and I was getting in a, a, <laughs> a workout in Planet Fitness. And I was telling myself, I'm like, yo, man, like, I'm thinking about everything that, like, I f- didn't turn over and I'm completely losing it with all the stuff that, you know, the division accomplished, you know, when I got there. So, for instance... Somebody could come to, you know, a house, you know, that you supposedly built and like the wall's not painted and it ain't no furniture in that house. Right. And that's what they're going to see and notice. Like, damn, the walls ain't painted, ain't no furniture in that house. And they not, they might not know when you came there, it was an empty slab on a work site. You know what I'm saying? So you had to focus on an empty slab on that work site. And then that next person, you know, they focus on the furniture, they focus on the paint. Then that next person is going to come and improve on that design. Then that next person is going to come and make yeah. and modernize the house and make modifications. So I'm saying this if anybody is like in the same position as me that might be dealing with like thinking about like, man, am I being judged or people, you know, just know your season is your season. You're going to do what you do there as long as you know you, you gave your all. Now, if you was there half ass, and that's a little different. But if you know you left yeah. like everything out on that table, you know, don't feel bad about what you, you know, wasn't able to do. You know, you got to look back on what you are able to do. And like you said, Damon, understand that the shit you wasn't able to do. I mean, people going, you know, that's what they go probably say. You know what I mean? I had a... It happened to yeah. me. It happened to and me. And I just did it. When I left, people... Yeah. yeah, and I just did it. I did it at my new command. And my boy, JC... You know, when I first was talking to him, he was like, man, he's a senior chief. You know, he got some tenure. But he was like, man, I, I stopped doing that a while ago, man. He was like, I just start taking it, making memos for the record and just moving on because he's like, it's always going to be something. Somebody might have been focused on this. You know what I'm saying? So when you come, you're you you, you you're not seeing this or whatever. So, I, you know, that that kind of made yeah. sense. But I, I just want anybody that's dealing with that because that was that was. I, I had an actual rough couple of days and nobody knows it now, but everybody that listened to the podcast, but I just had a rough couple of days thinking about that. Like, damn, and I hope because I'm texting them and they like yeah. was kind of short with like the responses, but they was having issues with connections and stuff like that as well. You know, but I'm like, I'm probably, I'm, I'm very hard on myself, bro. <laughs> like, like, like when it comes to stuff like yeah. that, I'm super hard on myself when it comes to like yeah. self, you know, awareness and stuff like that. Um, so I got a, a I got a black yeah, history question. Um, since it's Black History um, Month, I have a question, mm-hmm. and it's not about Black History. So let me re- let me fix that. It's a question about history, right? So my question is this: What makes something history to the point that it's taught in the curriculum, right? So I think we just talked about this before, but 
I, we just did a we did a Black History event for uh, Black History Month just the other day, and they was talking about George Washington Carver. Um, and I went. I'm 35, man, and I went to school over 20 years ago, right? And when I went to school over 20 years ago, you know who they was talking about? George Washington Carver. Over 20 years yeah. ago, when I went to school, so. Um, and you know, it's peanuts and, you know, peanut oil and, and much more like George Washington Carver was a great person. He should be talked about. But my, my question is like, does that information, and it's not just for black history, just for all history, like are students like learning about like Steve Jobs in school now? Like are students learning about like people that's making history like within the last 20 years? Or is it just the forties, fifties, you know, you know, sixties or whatever? 70s, you know, I don't know, man. That's a freaking excellent question, man. And I think I'm gonna probably start talking to my kids about that more, too, man. Because I don't know, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, you're right, though. I mean, how much, like, how much history can you talk about to get the new history in? Because, yeah, now you (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, I'm thinking, what, what, what grade, what grade you're gonna get the new history in? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And of course, it's history. Yeah. It, it's most definitely history. Like, we so, were learning you know, about uh, Mayans in, 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 like, high school, right? So that's yeah. far back, right? And we spent, like, I ain't really paid too much attention in the class. But we, I think we spent over three weeks learning about, like, Mayans or, like, Egyptian history. We even learned about, like, Greek mythology for, like, months, I think, right? So it was like, if we starting yeah. all the way back there... You know what I'm saying? Like, if we start all the way back yeah. there, like, how much time? You know, you're gonna learn about the Great Depression, um, and your economy yeah. class or whatever. But if we start in all the way back there, how much time we gotta focus on the '80s, the '90s, shit, the 2000s at this point, the yeah. 2010s, yeah, at this point in the 2000s, that's history at this point. Are they learning like that? That like yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I I thought about that with George Washington Carver because I'm like, yo, why are we like? Like, why we talk about George Washington Carver, you know? And, and I, like I said, a lot of love, a lot of respect for George Washington Carver. I know he got family members and that's like, you know, some probably like sensitive uh, subject to them. We should always talk about George Washington Carver. But who been making history in the last 30 years? Who is it? If you was, uh, to, if you was to talk about, let me ask you, or any listener, if you was to talk about black history from the last 30 years, who would you bring up? And what, besides Obama. Shit, I'm gonna I'm talk about the the. I don't know, man. I think right now, freaking, freaking George Floyd is like like no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But about. I mean, like, uh, yeah, but the works but of a person, in, like okay. a person's works, not like an event. Okay, okay, okay. I got you, I got you, I got you. Oh man, right now, shit. Um, Jay Z, Jay Z. But I think only Jay Z, <laughs> right? And I, I, I agree. I think that might be. I believe that that might not be agreed upon on the highest platform yeah. ever. I think most of us, like 30s, 20, like late 20s to 50s, 60s, black people will probably say Jay-Z, you know? Like it's a lot of people that probably still yeah. won't. But I think the Jay-Z is like probably like one of the first people people would think of with a couple like modern like modern yeah. black history, but what was the Republican that passed away? Colin Powell. Uh, two Republican that passed away. Colin Powell. Colin Powell won. 
And there was another one that passed away too. Oh no, I wish you ain't asked the question. Uh, <laughs> I wish you ain't asked, I wish huh? you ain't asked the question because we we both don't know the answer. <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like but I think of it. Like, <laughs> like we just go sit yeah, here and think it together. <laughs> I think of it. Yeah. I think of it coming. But yeah, I mean, you're right though, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I don't know, man. It's like like who are we gonna like who we, I mean, I would say Oprah, right? But that's like the go to. I think I think Oprah. I think we learned about Oprah when yeah. I was in school, elementary yeah, school. I yeah. think we learned Oprah was probably six years off of making black history. Like, like, like we learned about her. We yeah. learned about Maya Angelou. We learned about, but it's like, damn, like we still making history, ain't we? <laughs> like, like, and that, and that ain't yeah. just about black, but that's about all Americans, period. Like we still making history. Like who, when are we going to update <laughs> that? So I, I don't know. Cause I like, we used to get knowledge and education out of encyclopedias. You know, now we just got it at the palm of our fingers. So it's like, it ain't like an updated yeah. print with the new history or whatever like that. So somebody helped me. I wish it was somebody around to kind of help me with that. Yeah, somebody hit us up, man. I, and any history, though. Like, I mean, I know it's somebody like black history, man. Yeah, history. What's, what's going on with the history anyway? How is that being... Um, how is the curriculums working now yeah, when it comes to history? Yeah, we should, they should be learning about Tom. I don't, I don't know. They should be learning about Tom from MySpace. They should be learning about Napster. <laughs> they should be learning about LimeWire. Like they, they should be learning about um at this point Elon Musk probably um like I said Steve Jobs you know that's like these this yeah. is at this point this is history man you know <laughs> I'd even throw yeah, Clint man. Eastwood and I even throw like a Clint Eastwood in the uh you know the hat you know what I mean like this is yeah. at this point this is history we need to be learning about this stuff we can't still only be and I don't mean to take the other stuff out the curriculum but. We can't still only be learning about that or break it down by grade. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know how we, I don't know how it's done. So I need to get around. Yeah. And I don't know how it works because you're right. I mean, how are you going to talk about all that shit? What are you going to leave out? What are you going to add? Like, it's, it's, uh, do you shorten it and add more stuff? Right. Like, I, mean, I don't know, man. It's, like, it's is the question. Helen Keller story still like a story that, you know, is important for kids in school? Like to where it's taking up yeah. X amount of time. Are we still reading Catcher in the Rye? Are we still reading Lord of the Flies? Are we still reading, you know, the same the Gregory Peck, uh, the Gregory Peck book or whatever? Like, is it still that same curriculum or has it been updated with some of the newer books and stuff like I just I just don't know. Like I I would love like I need some parents to like yeah. you know, people sometimes be silent. Like I need some parents to let us know like what's being done and what's being updated. But I remember we had a a a, a, a um a project for school trifold. I hated school, right? I did. I, I hated it, right? I, it wasn't my thing, right? But we had a trifold uh, project for school, and it was like, "What do you see in your future?" <laughs> and I put like I I I grabbed a picture of Megan Good out the uh out like a post out like a magazine, and I put her on it, and I took it to class, man. And that was it. That was my that was my project. <laughs> I felt I felt I felt the project, but that was my project, man. It was a picture <laughs> of Megan Good, bro. Like a trifold, <laughs> so it's like folded up, and then I open it to Megan Good, man. You know, my mom probably came up to school that year too, man. It probably was a year she had to come. Oh it probably was a year she had to come talk. That's funny. So books, oh, books. Uh, I have a book suggestion. It's called Hook Point: How to Stand Out in a Three Second World by Brendan Kane, and um, it's a good book, man. Mm. It's, it, it starts out with just creating a hook point. Like uh, letting you understand what a hook point is, creating a hook point, and then it gets all the way up to like pitching, like pitching things, uh, 
And then it even gets up to like, uh, you know, going on podcasts, doing documentaries and like marketing yourself. So it starts from ground, like the ground level, creating a hook point, then it goes further. It breaks all that stuff down, YouTube analytics. Um, for, and that's for the content creators that listen to us and stuff. So it breaks all that stuff down. Um, YouTube, uh, Facebook, and how uh, YouTube started embedding into like MySpace, how Instagram started embedding into like Facebook. And if you look, TikTok is kind of embedding in the Instagram. So, you know, and it's just about leveraging yeah. that kind of stuff, Netflix. Um, stuff like that. So it's a really good book. I give it. I, if I had to rate it, I give it like a four out of five. Um, the part of it that stuck out to me was when they were talking about marketing toothpaste. So it was a time where people didn't use toothpaste, right? Like in America or mm-hmm. the world or whatever, right? And they were talking about like how they got people to use toothpaste. And um, and I always now when I talk to people since I learned the story, I always tell people like, yo, we live in like we we still kind of living off of rules from people that didn't want to use toothpaste, bro. <laughs> like 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 a lot of a lot of the rules that we kind of abide by was dictated by people yeah. that walked around with like stink breath and like rotten rotten teeth. You know what I mean? Like like things change. You know, and that's I'm not like down in them, but it's like yeah. things change, values change, right? But it was about toothpaste, and it was how they had to market it. They didn't market toothpaste by like the health benefits. They had to market toothpaste as like a courtship kind of thing. Like, yo, if you want a date, you know, and you want, you know, your breath to smell fresh on your date and you want her to be attracted to you, then use toothpaste. If you want him to be attracted to you, then use toothpaste. So that was how they had to get people to use toothpaste because just by, just saying it was healthy, you know, that wasn't really yeah. helping people you know, use toothpaste. So that was the part that like stuck out to me. It was pretty interesting. So Hook Point by Brendan Kane. Yeah. Good book. Hook Points. Let's talk this Band of Brothers, episode six, Bastone. Yeah, man. I tell you right now, man, this was probably one of the most bloodiest, gruesome um, episode we didn't watch, man. Uh, and the other thing, it was freezing cold during this whole entire episode. And it showed, right? Um, again, like every episode start, they start out talking in the beginning of the episode. And again, that was amazing. Um, the start to get the story going. Um, but real quick, man, I wanted to bring up um, one of the things that kind of resonates with us in the military on um, how your leaders come out and tell you, you tell your leaders, I need X, Y, Z. I need all these things to make this happen. <laughs> And your leader said, you ain't getting shit, but make it happen. And that's kind of what happened with these guys. They ain't got food. They was low on food, clothes. Um, man, they, they have men to cover certain things. And then, then the boss pretty much said, oh, okay, close it up, make it happen type stuff and drove off. So it goes back to, man, ain't nothing changed, man. It all stays the same, man. Just make it happen. Um, and one more thing before I let you go, man, we'll go back and forth on this a little bit, uh, was them waking up in the morning shaving. What was going on with that, man? We in the middle of a freaking war. Why should I care about the shaving part, though? <laughs> the officers was getting up, shaving their faces in the morning, man. And, and <laughs> that was crazy, though. Yeah. Hey, so if anybody listening for full transparency, we got to go back and forth uh, right now for this uh, review because we having some issues right now. We have some technical issues. so. I'm going to give a little bit of my thoughts on it. It was freezing, like you said, right? It was freezing. Um, and those, like, those some crazy conditions that have to be at war in. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't even want to take Saint to the yard to use the bathroom in the cold. So to have to be at war taking shots and, you know, trying to survive and still <laughs> trying to find somewhere to rest, that's crazy in that kind of weather. They didn't have food. They didn't have winter clothes. They had little to no ammo. You know, uh, they was told to hold the line and close the gaps. <laughs> hold the line, close the gaps. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be any air cover. It's a lot of shit headed this way. <laughs> hold the line. You know, and my thought, just like you just said, my thought was, what was the point of even talking? Like everything they said got shot right down, you know? Like you said earlier, I don't even know if yeah, you said man. it now, but we've been talking, we've been trying to talk about this movie for like the last 20 minutes, or this TV show for like the last 20 minutes. But you said that the <laughs> action keeps, like the, act, the special effect. And I think the same thing, like the action just keeps getting better. Like, and then with the snow and all of that, like that's a good backdrop to kind of film those uh, scenes on. But it's almost like, it don't even seem like this an over 20 year old show. You know what I mean? Just with the type of special effect. But when you got Spielberg, man, like when Spielberg is a part of the team, you can't really go wrong. You know, so um, my other thing was like, when he, when you got to ask somebody, like when you got to ask the other guys for something, you know, and a dude, he told a dude to like beg, he told a dude to like bag, even if you got a bag, we need, I think it was for like ammo or something. He's like, we need to get ammo from such and such, even if you got a bag. And it, it just reminded me of like when we got to send sailors like ship to ship, like across the pier to get parts, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you go there, you know, you got to like make friends with these people, you know, kind of like uh, oil them up. You know, let's get these parts, man. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, man. Um, part of the episode centered around Doc. Uh, looking for parts and helping people. Yep. And I thought that was a great way to tell the story that they were telling for that episode. Like a great bridge between every other character by keeping it around Doc. Because Doc would probably be the primary person to kind of, you know, talk through in that episode. So I thought that was good. Um, they got to a point where they wasn't even able to evacuate severely injured personnel. Um, and this time, I talked to you before about it, but this time I watched it on the surround sound downstairs on the bigs. It was different, you know. Mm-hmm. And I got the Bose, I got the Bose surround sound upstairs, so it still does the whole like up, down, side to side, you know. But these I got are different because they behind me for real. They really on the sides. It was a different type <laughs> of surround sound, man. It was good. I ain't even had to turn it yeah. all the way up. Saint actually came down with me for a little bit, and he was looking around, wondering what was going on. He thought I was in battle, you know. Um, they had to leave Julian behind, <laughs> right? They had to leave Julian behind. And yeah, Efron's man. response to that, that, was, that was rough, rough, man. You know, having to be in the yeah. pit, embracing yeah. your guy like that, like just hugged up, clutched. Like that's love. Like it's like, yo, we didn't we didn't grow in this thing together with each other, you know, with each other. Um, bodies piled up. That hit me every time. Like whenever they would go back to base or whatever, and all the bodies were just piled yeah. up alongside the road, you know. And I think the last thing hit me was the first couple episodes. They kept talking about home by Christmas, home by Christmas. And then yeah, it was man. like, nah, that wasn't happening. They wasn't going to be home by he Christmas. He came out and read that letter. <laughs> hey, so if you're listening, yeah, right, we having some technical, we having a bit of a lag, right? We having technical difficulties and I hate it. I'm so pissed off right now. We got to figure something out. Maybe we both just got bad internet. I don't know what's going on, but so I'm like, I got to sign out. I want to tell you all that I love you. And after I sign out, I'm going to stop. And I know Damon going to sign out. We love you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And we cannot wait to talk to you again.
Yes, indeed. Peace out. We got a we one thing I want to leave you guys with. We got a guest next week. So you look forward to that, guys.